0: Evening. Thank you for coming. Uh, Just a quick reminder, um, because we have a wedding coming up this week, we're going to have a lot of regulars in and out, so please make every effort, and because of the holiday, please make every effort to be at all the mignon both in the morning and in the evenings. Thank you. Okay, we've been in the middle of our discussion of a situation where a person sits down and they eat food prior to uh, consuming uh, a bread Meal and whether or not the food that they ate initially requires its own bracha, or not its own concluding bracha, or whether you can rely on the birkadamazon, the benching that you're, you're going to do at the end of the meal. So, we already spoke about foods that uh, get the bracha of boreh We spoke about uh, uh, foods that get the bracha of borei priya we We talked about other sorts of foods. Here, the Mishabura says, uh, So, regarding wine that a person drinks before they have a meal so that we actually discussed we're in Siman Kuf Ayin Vav we discussed that two back now it was a while ago because it was before Pesach before Purim and all that other stuff right but the simple case is that if you sit down and drink wine before the meal we assume that's like served as like uh, an appetizer so on and so forth and you won't have to make a separate during the meal and the Birkat will cover it there were wrinkles in there so if you'd like to know more about that go back or come see me and we'll go over those but we'll assume for now that you know those so all of this was a situation the Mishabur, when he was discussing these different types of foods, that was specifically when you eat the food, simply rak You were eating it because uh, you felt like eating it, right? Or drinking because you felt like drinking, or la or maybe to get a little bit uh, fuller. But that was the point of those foods. That's where all these different halachot are going to apply. Now he says, If the reason why I sat down to eat this food prior to my bread meal, and again, maybe not... Maybe this wasn't the intention to eat the meal immediately afterwards, but I had in mind that I want to get my appetite going. Hence the term appetizer, right? But not already within the context of the meal, just a little bit beforehand, right? We call dinner, right? The barbecue is going to be at six o'clock, but you know the inner circle starts eating a little bit at five, right? You know the. You guys have that in our circles? Okay, maybe I'm the only popular one here, right? So if I'm doing it for the purpose of an appetizer so that I could have more of an appetite, and he gives an example, Korean uh, and whatever, some sort of uh, Russian or Yiddish word, which apparently is some sort of jam or jelly that they would eat, I don't know on what, or something which is particularly uh, salty. Again, these apparently serve as appetizers. So then, So in that case, it doesn't make a difference what type of food we're referring to, whether it's mizono, whether it's ta'it, any of that stuff, it's always going to demand, uh, sorry, it's never, never going to demand a bracha or not. It's not going to get a separate concluding mazon, because these foods are obviously connected to the meal. The point is to get you ready for the meal that's following uh, afterwards where the, the not as popular kids are going to be at, right? So the key there is because it's uh, seen as being part and parcel of the meal, you're going to be able to rely on the birkanamazon, the benching that you're going to do at the end, as opposed to these other situations where I sat down just because I was kind of hungry, or wanted a snack having nothing to do with the meal that I was then going to eat. So there we have some rules. Well, it depends what are you eating later during the meal, what was, right, this, that, and the other, all the different halachot that we have here. But if the purpose is really to prepare you for the next meal, so then you would say, you would not say, good. Good.